morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness For Real. It's your girl, Marlena. And on today's episode, we have a very special week of 420 guest for you. We have Leah, aka Litmus Leah on Instagram, here today to share her story through weight loss and wellness um, and all the things. So she is a mom, she is engaged, and she is a weed smoker. So we talk about a little bit of everything and uh, it's a great conversation. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I just want to let you guys know we did start a Facebook group just for our listeners. It is called Wellness for Real Listeners. Go check that out. Join. It's a great safe space for us to talk about episodes and whatever else you guys want to talk about. So make sure you send us a request and join that group. Also leave us a review if you're enjoying the podcast and uh, let's get it started. What's up, bitches? Uh, Happy 420 week. We have a special episode today with Leah, aka Litmus Leah on Instagram. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yay. Yay. We're excited. excited. Uh, If you don't know Leah, uh, she has an amazing Instagram page where she documents her weight loss and her wellness journey. Um, And she does also have a podcast as well called Lit with Leah, where she smokes weed and talks about shit, wellness shit, right? (laughs) Yeah, all the shit. So that's actually what we're going to do here today. Uh, Felicia does not partake, but... Me I don't Leah do the gonna, POT. Yeah, she doesn't do the POT, but we do. So we're gonna take a little. We'll hit. do one for you, girl. Yes, <laughs> yes, we'll take a little rip for you. We're gonna we're gonna hit the bong and then uh and then we're gonna chat about Leah and share her story with you guys. So here awesome. So if you are a weed smoker, go ahead and pause this. Go grab your bong and take a rip with us. <laughs> I love the sound. <laughs> that was vicious. <laughs> like Look at the unicorn. It's very cute. Isn't he cute? It's so cute. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen my unicorn. Maybe. Take another one. Ooh. I need some more water. The bong <laughs> creeps up on you. Like a minute <laughs> or two after, you'll be like, uh, 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 trying to talk. <laughs> So we'll, we'll try to keep the coughing to a minimum on this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, Leo, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey? I have always been big my whole life um, or bigger, I should say, than everybody else around me. Um, I really started putting on the weight when I was in eighth grade. So that's like, what, 13, around that age uh, when I learned how to cook. So I took care of all the kids and my family and my home. Um, We had cousins staying with us or we were staying with family. And so I was always the one who cooked everybody a meal. And I think that's like when it really just started to, uh, my weight started to just spark. You know, I was 270 going into high school and I was always there, 270, 290. Um, And then that's like 2009 when I graduated high school. And then 2014 came and I was about 300 pounds. And I told myself that, you know, okay, I don't know something about that number when you hit that 100, you know, that out of the 100s or when you're out of the 200s, that's usually when people get their spark. 
And depending on where your height is, that might be, you know, 200 pounds for some people. Um, But for me, it was 300 and I started losing weight, Uh, lost about 60 pounds. I was in a very toxic relationship. So I left him, I lost the weight and um, then I got pregnant. And so I gained all the weight back um, and more. And so that was my highest at uh, 322. And that was in 2017. And so I lost 100 pounds. I got down to the 220s in June of 2019. And I've been maintaining it since then, which I used to think was a bad thing, but it's not. It's a really good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. a hell that's of an accomplishment. Huge. Thank Definitely. you. Um, I was recently listening to your podcast and you were talking about how you, you've pretty much done like every diet. Yeah, every single diet in a very short amount of time too, because <laughs> when I first started looking into diet culture and what that was, which was recently, um, I started thinking, oh, I've been doing this forever. And then I'm I'm in groups with women who were like, no, I was doing the cabbage soup diet at 11. Like I've been doing this, you know? So I think back to my journey and it started with me. Um, do Can I say the name of the diet or? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can okay? say anything okay. you want on this podcast, girl. Okay. <laughs> so for the wellness for real. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We being real. You right. You right. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. So for me, it was the 21 day meal plan. Um, at the time it worked, it was great. Three pounds. Uh, I mean, not three pounds, three months, 30 pounds, you know, it was awesome. And then I stopped and then I just kind of chilled for a little bit. And then I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I gotta be on a diet. You know, I gotta do something. And so from there it was like summer of 2019 until last year, I've probably tried over 10 diets. I was really obsessed. So for anyone who's not familiar with the 21 day meal plan, what is that? The 21 day meal plan is a meal plan um, that gives you a list of food that you can eat off of. And it's mm. um, a short a short list. I mean, me personally, I probably ate like 20 of the items off of the list, which isn't good because you're cutting out so much stuff, but you're yeah. losing a, a massive amount of weight. Like you're getting on the scale and the next day you're down five pounds. And so wow. that sounds hella restrictive. <clears throat> very. It was very restrictive. And at the time I thought it was the most amazing thing. Yeah. I mean, I think earth, that happens you know? to all of us, right? Both Felicia and I are, uh, you know, we lost most of our weight with WW. So, you know, when we were in it, it was great, <laughs> you know, but, right. um, and diets work if you work. work, if you follow whatever you're doing, but diets all have the same end game, which is to put you in a caloric deficit um, and that's why you lose weight. Right. right. And you're not supposed to be on them forever. Like, and I think yeah. that's where people get caught up. It's, 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 you're supposed to do it for a while, take the tools and then move into a maintenance space in your world and figure out how to live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause you can't live like that, you know, cutting out all of that stuff. So, um, the creator of the company or the meal plan, she's not my favorite person, but she's a woman. She's a mom. You know, I'm not going to say anything bad about her. She's, you know, she's doing her thing, but it's not lifestyle change. It's just, you know, to get the 20 pounds off for the dress or something, if, right. if that's the kind of right. mindset you're in. Right. right. Yeah. So have you done like the keto diet? And Yeah. Tell us some of the diets you've done. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear about these. We want to know. Okay. <laughs> So thinking back a long time ago, like pre-2014, when I really had no idea about wellness, I did try that cabbage soup diet. 
I've done the a grapefruit diet, right? Okay. These things lasted 72 hours, but okay. wow. so is that like you just eat cabbage soup? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what that it is. That sounds horrible. It must have smelled really bad in your house for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it did. And there was so many Tupperwares of soup just inside of it. I didn't even eat them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I make like a week's worth of soup and it probably lasted what two days, two and a half days, probably binged on the third day. Probably in yeah. the nighttime. Um, the grapefruit diet, that's when you eat grapefruit all day. And so yeah, just grapefruit. Just wow. all grapefruits that I would oh, cut. Yeah, I don't like either one of those. Oh, that doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. And then um I did try keto before. This was like when my daughter was like six months old. I didn't really get serious about my journey until she was one. It's a little after she turned one, and that's kind of you know, I haven't turned back since. And um I did do keto before. Oh my God. I mean, I don't eat red meat. So I had oh, to, God. I had to like, you just like coat. living off cheese. No, <laughs> I was used. I was, I was eating chicken and Turkey, but I would drench it. I mean, drench it in coconut oil and olive oils <laughs> and butters because you have to hit a fat. Like, Oh yeah. Like did you have to put like butter in your coffee? Yes. And I did it. <laughs> I tried it and it was disgusting. And I drank it and said, you know, this isn't that bad. You know, I did it for like, I think I did keto for I don't know, like 12 days or something. It wasn't, it wasn't long, but I explored it. And even when I, like I, there was a moment in time, like sometime last year where I was like, oh, I'm going to be a health coach and I'm going to help all these people. And when the people would come to me, I would tell them keto's fine. Keto, everything's fine. Just pick one. I would totally not give that advice today. They're not fine and you shouldn't pick one. You should just not. You should eat, right? Until you feel good. Right. Yeah, definitely. That um, is one thing I we um can say I think positively about WW is it does kind of teach you that you can eat anything. Anything. It um, it just kind of teaches you how to eat those things, but there's a lot of problems in that program too. And it puts you in a massive deficit. It's not good for maintenance. It's not sustainable forever. Um, so that's kind of the theme with all of these diets, right? right? Is like, mm -hmm. nobody can do any of this shit forever. Yeah, that's very true. So what and was I the change for you then? Like after doing diet after diet, then how was, how did you just like, okay, this isn't working. It was me. And I now fully believe it, but, you know, back in, I would say probably October of 2020 when I first started trying to change my mindset about dieting, um, but it was me letting go of these last 20 pounds that I swear I have to lose. Like, I don't know who told me that or why I just, I, I have to be at 180, but I'm 5'9", I belong at 180. Yeah. We all have that number, right? That we're like yeah. convinced we need to be at. Usually it's not very sustainable. And for a lot of us, it's a number that maybe we were at when we were in middle school or, <laughs> or what the BMI chart you know. tells us we're supposed to be at. I mean, that too. It's yeah. all bullshit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, I thought I had to be there. And so it was changing that really, that made me give up dieting because I was always, you know, I did plant-based and just all these different things, you know, low carb, counting my calories, 1200 calories, juicing. It, wow. So you lost a hundred pounds kind of doing all doing these different, all those diets? different things. No. Okay. <laughs> I lost, I lost the first, um, you know, I would say, I don't know, maybe 30 pounds with just living life and just 
you know, getting into being a new mom and, you know, not being pregnant anymore. And some people like to say too, well, your highest weight was when you were pregnant, but the let's not, okay. The kid's not 60 or 80 pounds. I had been <laughs> 300 by myself without her and a baby's about a 20 pound situation, you know, with what they come with inside of you. So, um, but just, you know, getting into all that, I, by the time I started the 21 day meal plan, I was at like 280. Um, and then I was down to 250 when I left that plan, um, did some calorie counting, low carb, you know, that kind of thing. But for the most part, I wasn't dieting. I was just eating. And then it was summer 2019. I got the hundred pounds and I was like, oh, I have to lose like 20 to 30 more. And that's when all the dieting started. Ah. So I actually lost all the weight by myself. It didn't have nothing to do with any of the plans. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really interesting. Yeah, that is super interesting. Um, But I think that goes to show just like how diet culture really can like consume anyone, right? Like even though you knew you could do it on your own, it was still that like, and that last weight that we think we're supposed to lose or we need to lose is the hardest. It's hard. (laughs) Right. Very hard. And you really have to be very, very strict on yourself. And as someone who has also struggled with their weight their whole life, like "Mm, usually restriction does not lead to good things. Right it never leads to good things. Right. So, um, you kind of get to that point where you're like, okay, this is where I'm at. (laughs) This is where my body's at. So is that kind of where you are now and in your maintenance journey? Yeah. Now I'm so happy. I'm just eating to eat, you know, (laughs) uh, just to fuel myself. There's nothing wrong with bread. You need them. You know, I work out hard. I like to say, so I'm building muscle. Um, But what I like to point out is this summer will be two years that I've been at this weight and I look so much better than I did two years ago because, and that's what I'm aiming for. I want results that look, you know, different and it's good to look back at. That's why pictures are so important because I am looking the way I want to look. It's just the number is not where I want it to look, but. Because the number stays the same. It's just your body's changing is what you're saying. Right. Because you're yeah, working out and lifting and or whatever it is that you're doing. That's what's the difference. Exactly. You're like exchanging fat for muscle. So, you know, you're not. And then I don't know, you know, I still see people that are my height or, you know, the weight that I want to be at. And it, it still crosses my mind. I'm not, you know, you're human. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, it's going to be okay, girl. Like you do not have to lose <laughs> those last 20 pounds. <laughs> so you're essentially intuitively eating at this stage in your journey, like you're not following any programs or anything like that? Yeah, no programs at all. I just eat. Um, I have developed over the years, I feel like a healthier way of eating just for me personally. Like I don't, um, I don't consume milk. Uh, I feel like that had a lot to do with the weight that I had put on a lot of dairy products. Um, I still have cheese and stuff, but I don't do red meat. Um, And just I don't know, like shopping is different for me than it used to be back in the day. I might have like a lot of top ramen or Kool-Aid and, you know, stuff like that. I don't have those things in my kitchen anymore. So I do shop healthier, um, but it's also about the portion control. I think it's the binging that doesn't allow me to, you know, that lets me maintain. It's not binging. Yeah, for sure. So did you struggle with like um, eating disorders then? 
Yeah, I guess. Right. I didn't know that until I got on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and all the Instagram people told me what was wrong with me, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing how you can learn so much from your yeah. internet friends. <laughs> it's such a community. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out if I was a binge eater or just an overeater. Cause there's a difference there. There is. Right. Yeah. But definitely, um, emotion wise, you know, I went through like a lot of hard things as a child and then left home and went into an abusive relationship. So all that struggle, it was emotional eating. And so if something stressful happens that might not be like, you know, traumatic into the world, like things that have happened in the past, but it's, um, something that throws off my day or causes me stress, then I'll go straight to eating. Um, and I've probably been doing that you know, since like my teens, um, and I'm working on stopping that. Yeah. It's a lifelong journey. It is. I think everybody has that challenge. Definitely. Um, so since this is our 420 episode, so I want to know about how you started smoking weed and how being a weed smoker, uh, benefits you in your wellness journey. Okay. Let's see. So I started smoking when I was 18 and, um, I was on my own. I was living at home, you know, I was living in my own place and I always had to take pride in that because everybody would, they look at it so bad. And so I'd always be like, I was an adult when I started, I was in my own place, you know? And, um, I, so that was 2000 or that was, I was 18. So I've been smoking for a little over 10 years and, I, I can't really, I guess the, the answer to the question would be that it's helped me just in my journey altogether, just with life. Like I have a really bad anxiety. So being high isn't something I not necessarily have a choice, like I'm addicted, but it's just part of my everyday routine. Like when I get before my workout, after I work out, um, before work, on my breaks, you know, that's just the reality. Of course, I wouldn't want my supervisor to hear that, but it's the truth. <laughs> Hopefully he <laughs> doesn't know? listen to this episode. <laughs> right. But it's, it's, it's the truth. You know, it is who I am. Um, even as a mother, I personally feel like it. Yeah. And I think that that's a case for a lot of people. It's just so taboo, right? Like a lot of professionals out here smoking weed all day. They're perfectly functioning parts of society. <laughs> and, uh, but I feel like there's still that like stigma, like, oh, if you're a pothead, you're slow. Well, I think you hit it on the head though. You're using it. You're man. You, it helps you manage your anxiety. It makes your day better. And I think that's the case. It depends on how people are using it. I mean, I right. do think that makes a difference. Anything can be abused. Food is good for you, but people abuse that. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just it depends on how people are using something and how it affects their day-to-day -day life. And for everybody, it's not always positive. And for you, it is. You know what I mean? And I think same with you, Marlena. It helps you. It helps you manage things and it it makes you better, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and you mentioned like parenting. I feel like that's another aspect of being a weed smoker that's like really taboo. But like you see moms like, making jokes and guzzling entire bottles of wine I to mean, deal with seriously. their kids but if you go outside and poke a one e or like hit a bong <laughs> to deal with your kids it's like a bad thing and right. i'm I, I don't get it <laughs> yeah a, a bottle of wine and a pack of cigarettes in the car like i mean okay and weed is way less harmful than alcohol is so uh, i agree 
I'll be happy to see that um, mindset go away for sure. So you also got engaged recently. Congratulations. Are you you wedding planning in these crazy times of this pandemic? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) We're, uh, We've been engaged since was like October of 2019. So the whole year, you know, we didn't really think about it. Um, and then I was helping his grandma with some things a few months ago. And she was like, honey, what's going on? Like, when is this <laughs> wedding happening? You know, I just don't understand. And so from there, we just been planning it. So it's oh, going to be fun. at the end of summer. So I'm really excited. It's like Very family, cool. small, intimate backyard, you know. COVID style. Yes. Uh, I had a backyard wedding. They're a pain in the ass to plan. (laughs) (laughs) Like you don't realize it. Well, we had a bit, we had 150 people in my parents' backyard. So that's a lot of, you don't realize like, (laughs) guess what? You got to figure out how to be a caterer. You got to figure out how to do literally everything. Like I became a wedding planner and it was really stressful, but we had a great wedding. So that's all that's that matters, right? Yeah, that's it all that matters. Uh, it's it's like when you have big families, it's really hard to not have a big wedding. <laughs> yeah, ours oh, is like mainly just family because, okay, you know, COVID. But that's where our number would have been prior to COVID, like 125, 150. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though, all the friends I invited to my wedding, I haven't seen most of those people since my wedding. So... <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. My <laughs> wedding was 45 people at a bed and breakfast in the backyard. Girl, amazing. that's in, hardly in even my. In Stillwater. It was amazing. It was yeah. perfect. I would say 45 people. Not that's, stressful. That's not even my, uh, my like immediate family. It yeah, wouldn't, even crazy. <laughs> it wouldn't even cover all my cousins. Like, <laughs> perfect. I didn't invite some. That's how that worked. So yeah, I'm right? like, <laughs> if I'm not calling you on the phone when I have an issue, eh, yeah. I'm you ain't We're good. You. <laughs> We're having about 50 people. So 25 each basically. Oh, that's um, nice. That's but I would have it like this if it wasn't COVID. Yeah. Him on the other hand, he wants the grand mansion, you know, and so I'm getting my way because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> they always do. That was my husband too. He was the one that wanted the big wedding. He's like, everybody's got to be there. And I was like, guess who has to do all the work and do all the planning? All the planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but we both got our way. We eloped and we had our wedding. So we did both. Oh, cool. That's good. That was fun. fun. Yeah. We got married in secret in Las Vegas exactly six months before our wedding. Our cab driver was our witness. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. I wanted yes. to do that, but he was not going for it. No, it's <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> no. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, we do, literally didn't tell anybody. I think we told a very uh, small handful of people because I have a hard time keeping secrets. But yeah, it was um, it was fun. Now nobody cares. So just wait <laughs> five years to tell people, and they won't give a shit anymore. <laughs> So Marlena, did you say you're a health coach or did you mention something about that? Well, you know, that's another trend that I feel like <laughs> is on Instagram. I mean, yeah, I mean, I just real. Say if you are, <laughs> would you share a little bit about like that? If Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll, I'll share my experience with it because I would not call myself one now. Um, I think that that's part of something too, that 
should be real and talked about in the weight loss community is once you lose the weight, everybody thinks that they are supposed to become a health coach or a personal trainer. And it's, and there are some people who found their calling, let me tell you, but it's not for everybody, Mm -hmm. but it almost feels like it's what you're supposed to do after you lose the weight. Um, I personally do not want to call myself that anymore. I do have a couple of women that I work with there's sometimes somebody will get in my inbox and I just have to really fill them out. And if I just feel like we can vibe, then we can. Um, but I feel things. So when I tell people, this is what you do, this is what you do. This is how you stop that behavior. And then they don't do it. I feel so, Oh, I can't deal with this. Oh, they let me down. So it was just not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in my feelings. I'm in my feelings too much. (laughs) Oh, and you mentioned that, like, I'm going to share a story with you guys. So some, I do have people DM me frequently asking me to coach them. And I'm like, I don't have any expertise. I don't have any certifications. Like this isn't what I do. Like I'm just sharing my journey. Maybe you can take pieces from that and learn from it. But everybody's situation is so different. Um, I actually had someone send me a girl's page who was like a self-proclaimed health coach. And she was on her stories and she was giving health tips. So this was her tip. When you're at a restaurant and you don't want to eat the bread, take the bread and rub it on the table. So there's germs on the bread. So you don't eat the motherfucking bread. And I was like, people are paying this chick for advice. Okay. A lot of of that going on. So be careful Mm y'all. Real. That's a crazy true story. I'm like, (laughs) Oh, that's a health coach person said that yeah yeah so everybody um, thinks they're a health coach this is why yeah and it's all you saying that like yeah people lose weight or they're losing weight and they're like oh i can help other people do this which like i get that and that's why we made this podcast right um but like being a coach like that like you said there are a few that do it very well and it's clearly their calling um like jasmine comes to mind yes um but the rest of y'all need to stop (laughs) I agree. And I'm the rest of y'all. And that's why I needed. To She's stop. like, and I'm one of you and I needed to stop. You know, no judgment. Like we could stop together. You guys yeah. like there's, <laughs> you know, there's just no reason. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I love it. And for me, I know, and I say this with confidence because I don't, I feel like there's nothing wrong with having some confidence in yourself, but I know I'm a special kind of person. And I know that I say some really special things and I've been through some special stuff and I got some special stuff to talk about. So I like my platform. I do not keep up with my podcast, but it actually brings me so much joy every time I sit down to do it. And I just want to share my story, but I don't want to coach. And like I said, there's a few maybe, you know, and we can maybe if we vibe, but it's just, you'll pick and choose that (laughs) very, very little, just a little bit. So is there a part of your journey that you really want to share on this episode that we haven't gone over? Do you feel like would be beneficial for people to know about? Yes, it would be the mental side of things. Um, I do want to share. I'm very open about it. I had a very, like a really hard breakdown in like 2019. I was a new mom. You know, I had been a mom for a little over a year and I was trying to clean a house and work a full-time job and do all the things and lose the weight. And I went crazy, literally crazy, checked in, got some therapy, got on some medication, started journaling. Um, This year I've incorporated like 
yoga and affirmations into my daily, but it's a daily thing, the mental side of it and all the binge eating, all the diet culture, yelling at your husband, right? Like I have this self uh, love group on Sundays and some, one of the women was expressing that she flipped out on her man and was like cussing them out and stuff, all that kind of stuff, right? This is real things that happen and we're really hormonal and we have, cause we have to balance ourselves out. And we have to do that mental work, whether that's journaling or going to therapy or taking medicine. Maybe you're not supposed to stop the medicine. Maybe the medicine's the rest of your life and that's okay. It's trying to say, okay, I'm off of it now. I I don't, you know, okay, I don't need to journal anymore. You may need these things forever. And it's the only way to fix, I feel like, all the problems. Yeah, We talk about that a lot. We always say it's not the food. The food is not the problem. That's not what needs to be fixed. It's in here that really needs to be fixed. Yes, I agree. Definitely. You have to get to the root of those issues. Um, So thank you for saying that because it's super important and it is a practice, right? Like um, I actually had someone DM me today and she's just like, how did you become so confident? And I was like, well, first of all, I'm not fully confident in who I am. I still doubt myself and have, um, negative thoughts and things like that but it's a practice like I literally have to look at myself in the mirror every day and be like no you're a bad bitch (laughs) so (laughs) don't forget it (laughs) you know (laughs) Um, affirmations are super important I talk about my app that I use on my phone it's called the mantra app and every day it sends yeah every day it sends me a, a little simple mantra and I stop what I'm doing every single day and I do that and it's a practice right even if I don't want to even if I'm in a terrible mood mm-hmm. and I'm like you know about it, I still do it and I stop and take that moment for myself um in therapy we preach so much about therapy we have about entire therapy. episodes all about therapy with therapists um, so y'all already know, <laughs> we, we always yeah. say everybody can benefit. My mom's a therapist. Yeah. I mean, we're all about therapy up in yeah. here. Everybody can so benefit nice. from therapy for sure. Um, I meant a self-love group. Yes. I want to hear more about your Sunday self-love group. Yeah. What is that? Okay, like, well, first, I want you to send me that link to that app, that mantra app. Yeah. It's awesome. I got I it from that. her too. It's okay. Amazing. Yes. I need that. Um, so I originally what happened was, see what happened was <laughs> I was in Jasmine's uh, I Am Worthy Wellness. You know, that's the name of her company, I Am Worthy Wellness, but her program, it's like, I don't know, it's I Am Grow or some. Everybody knows what program I'm talking about. If you go to her yeah. page, it's yeah. there. And I was in that group and we were focusing on goals. And the group is about a lot of different stuff. But one thing for me was setting a goal, which was to not overeat. And that was it. That's what I was going to work on for 30 days was not overeating. And I literally have not binged since then. So it sparked something in me just focusing on that one thing. So originally when I did self-love Sunday, which was two Sundays ago, um, that's what it was. It was a goal. We're going to pick a goal. We're going to talk about it. Each week we're going to check in to make sure that we're, you know, keeping up with that goal. Boy, did it turn quicker than I thought, right? The next Sunday, no, that Sunday, the first Sunday, and then the next Sunday too, these women are talking about all the good stuff, like how the men don't help them clean, how the kids get on their nerves, like how we hate our mothers. Like, I mean, (laughs) and I don't hate my mother. All the stuff. But yeah, the good stuff, right? The good deep stuff. So now- I don't need, we not, I mean, we are still talking about our goals. Don't get me wrong. We're making sure, but man, they're having those good conversations. So 
it's That's it's awesome. really like a support group for women. I don't even I don't even want to say self-love. It's just about you're not alone. Like we are all in this crazy stuff together. That's so cool. Well, and that's through awesome. your group with Jasmine. That's like no, that, that no, no, no. it was like uh just being in her group inspired me that checking in with women one time a week really did something great for me. And so that's where I got kind of the idea of checking in with each other. And then these women have turned it like into a therapy session, which oh, I'm that's so wonderful. down with. Yeah. And I'm hoping to, cause I, I always wanted it to be something that if you didn't want to talk, you could just listen. Cause there were times where I didn't want to talk in Jasmine's group and I would just listen and it would still help me that week. It would still be beneficial, but a lot of the women think because it's on zoom that they have to talk or, and they don't. So I'm hoping I'm going to switch it soon to maybe clubhouse. Cause that's more sure. of something that you just listen to that way. People can just listen, just you just hear that because people always think their family is the craziest family, right? We all <laughs> gossip. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we could do a whole nother episode on that. <laughs> right. So talking about that, just, you know, and it's, it's all those types of topics. Um, so it's good. I'm looking forward to this Sunday. It'll be the third one. Oh, that's really cool. That I is love amazing. That. If someone wants to find or like join your self-love group, how would they do that? They would just contact me. Um, mm -hmm. on Instagram. So litmus Leah. And if it's on zoom still, I will send them the link. It's free. There's no payment or anything like that. Um, if you want to donate, you can, but you don't have to. And then I'm hoping though, that by end of April, I think I want to be on clubhouse by That's then. Cool. I was just kind of given the women who've been there multiple weeks so far time to get a clubhouse account. Cause I don't know if you guys know, but you need to be invited and you got to have an iPhone and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually in a book group right now. That's and is it during house. the day? Like, is it Sunday Sunday at night or when is mm -hmm. it on Sundays? At the day at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time on Sundays mm -hmm. for an hour. But we always go over. So <laughs> that's cool. amazing. I'm going to have to hop into some. Yeah, I'm going to do that sure. sometime, too. That would be fun. Definitely. Yeah. I'll send you guys the link. That's cool. Yeah, I do want to talk a little bit more about the intuitive eating just because I was just listening to your episode and um, you brought up s such a good point that like, and I like that, like we ask you what you're doing now and you're like, I'm just eating, right? Like intuitive <laughs> eating is just fucking eating. Being people. a normal person. <laughs> you don't have to like have, like, that's the whole point is that there are no rules or guidelines. It's not supposed to look any specific way. Like it's just you trusting and listening to your body. Your body. Um, right. And you mentioned a quote and I'm, I missed who said this. Um, you said, if someone said, if you're constantly thinking about food, you're successful at surviving. Yes. Amy said that fit lady Lede. She said that in one of her, um, I had did her, her course. So it's just eight, I think it was like six or eight lives where she's just talking about intuitive eating, you know, not to put her program down. It was an amazing program. Amy's energy is what you're paying for. I feel like, but you can get this information on podcasts and YouTube, right? People are talking about the principles of intuitive eating, but she said that in one of her lives. And I was like, Oh my God, like, did you know that when you're hungry and yourself tells you, Hey self, I'm hungry. That's just you not wanting yourself to die. Like you're just keeping yourself alive <laughs> to make sure you have nutrients, you know, and we've turned it into, I don't know, weird stuff. Like don't eat this. Don't eat. Why are you thinking about that? Just eat. What right. do you want? Just eat it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so many people think like, okay, well, if I'm just listening to what I want to eat, like I'm just going to eat junk food all the time. And it's like, what I've learned through my journey and through my wellness is that like 
when I trust myself, like I know what's going to make my body feel good. Right. (laughs) Right. So like if you're still struggling with that piece that you can't or you don't feel like you have control over it, then there's a much deeper issue going on. Like you don't need to be worrying about a diet. Like you need to get to the root of those issues. Right. I agree. The hard part, like we talked about before, is that I think the hardest part with intuitive eating is a lot of people go through diets and they lose a lot of weight before they get there. Intuitive eating always seems to be a place where you end up when you're evolving, I feel like, in your journey. It's very hard to start in that place when you have 100 pounds to lose or 200 pounds to lose. It's really hard because you don't trust your body because if you did, you wouldn't have 100 pounds to lose. You, You know what I mean? And so I think what I noticed is that it's become very trendy, um, even though, like you said, it's just a normal way of eating. But now we have books on it. We've got coaches on it. We've got now people telling you don't diet. And now they're shaming all the diets and saying you should be eating intuitively, which is completely the opposite of what you should be doing, because that's what makes it a diet. When you say one thing is bad and this one is better. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just a really weird thing that I see happening. And I think that's the hard part is that it's not easy when you are in a really weird place with your body and food to start there. It's really hard to start there or you wouldn't be that overweight in the first place. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that's the the key is like, what, what, what advice would we have for people that if you don't want them to get into diet culture to begin with, but you've got all this weight to lose, where do you begin? Where do you start? Like, how do you, and I think like you just said, the root of the problem is start with a therapist maybe, or to find someone to find out, do you have an eating disorder? Is it deep rooted stuff? Like you said, I didn't know if I was a binge eater or if I'm just overeating, like, I don't really know what my challenges are. And I think that's where you would start. I think that's good advice because otherwise it feels like you're just telling people, here's another diet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Totally. to, (laughs) To go on, read the book that don't eat anything until you're hungry. Do the food scale one through five. I mean, it's, it's laid out yeah. kind of like a diet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where people have to be really careful, I think, and how they present it. I agree. And I think I would tell somebody, cause I kind of struggled with this in my last episode about intuitive eating, like, can you intuitively eat, right? And I say that with quotes um, and and be losing weight and still want to lose a hundred pounds. I think you can after you see a therapist, like you said, after you journal, maybe nobody takes those steps first. And I understand that too. Sometimes you have to lose those 50 pounds before you love yourself enough, you know, to contact the therapist. And so I would give advice um, with portion control and calorie counting, just because I feel like at least you're not cutting things out because it's, that's restrictive. Um, and just listening to yourself and drinking a lot of water, you know, grabbing fruits and veggies first, you know, whole foods, but these aren't rules. I wouldn't want nobody to feel pressured. Guidelines. Yeah. It's just having some guidelines. Give us what the earth, eat what the earth's giving us. You know, that's always cut out the processed food for a little bit, you know, not all the way, just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And I think just taking baby steps too, especially in the beginning, it's so easy, especially on Instagram to like come into that community and like see people have had so much success and you're like, wow, she lost a hundred pounds. Like it feels like that person did it so easily. And it's like, no, no, no. Like I have to explain to people like, no, there were years of very small steps that I took before I even lost five pounds, you know? So it's like, it, 
takes a lot of work, especially when a lot of those issues are deeply rooted in trauma and in experiences and in what you've been taught your entire life. Right. Mm hmm. So diet diet culture has consumed us all. It has. has. Just knowing how to love yourself and knowing that if I choose not to diet and just be healthy, I may not get to the weight that I think in my mind I should be at, that that may not be where my body will ever sit, you know, and sort of coming to terms with that. And that that's hard. Just like that last 20 pounds or that last five pounds, it's coming to terms with that. Um, that's hard to do. It's taken everybody a while to, to be able to do that, you know? So, yeah. And if you're kind of stuck in that, like those last pounds that you have to leave, lose, whatever that number is, uh, I think that's always a good time to step back and reflect. Like, what do I need to actually do to get there? And is that really going to like, what is losing that number of pounds really going to do for my life? Like is, is the misery I have to go through to to get there like worth that? It's usually not, you know, and I Mm -hmm. got to that number and what I had to do to get there or to stay there was not sustainable at all. Um, And here I am and I'm sitting above 15 to 20 pounds above that number I thought I needed to be at. And I, I look good. I feel good. My clothes literally still fit. Well, not all of them. My low rise skinny jeans don't fit me anymore, but like who the fuck is wearing low rise skinny uh, jeans? Right. Okay. It's all That's about the high waisted. So... Yes. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it's, it's so important to, and to just stop focusing on that stuff. If you're at that point in your journey, right? right? Like we're all at different phases, but um, yeah, like just live your life. Yeah. Focus more on health, right? Right. Yes. Like getting in that water is for your skin, you know, it's for your hydration. Yeah, it's for your energy. Down. Right. Yeah. Me yes. too. You know, the, the healthy foods moving your body, you know, yeah. I like to see results for sure. But I also like the way I feel when I work out, I feel super me accomplished, too. you know, like yeah. too. even just, now. even just the little <laughs> things, like for me, like even just getting up, just getting up off my ass is so yeah. easy now. Like, <laughs> cleaning my house, lifting shit up, you know, just like the, going for a walk. Being able to go, go for a walk. Yeah, going on vacation and being able to walk 10 miles in a day, you know, exploring and things like that and being like, wow, like I could still go more, you know, like yeah, just I'm good. physically feeling really fucking good. Like that's what mm-hmm. it's about. Like doesn't yes. matter what size you are, or how much you weigh. It's like really at the end of the day, like, nobody really cares about that. Right. It's true. It is. It is true. It's hard though. I just, I, that's why I think it was good for us to talk about for people that are in the beginning of our, their journeys and how do we make sure that we're speaking to that group of people, not people that are yeah. always at the end and evolving, you know, cause not yeah. everybody's in that space. Cause I think you lose sight of that when you have lost so much weight, yes. sometimes you lose sight of how hard it was in the beginning. Cause that's where I found myself when I was like, okay, I want to lose some weight. And I was in the beginning and I'm like, okay, these intuitive eating bitches are 110 pounds. Okay. I was pissed. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, I don't want to hear it. You are already skinny. So I don't, this is not right. Like, I mean, so that was the part that was, it was very hard for me not to approach that like a diet. Do you know what I mean? Because there were rules in the sense of like, okay, you could do the hunger scale. And there were rules that came with it that 
I could not approach it in the way that I think it's meant to be done because I was so focused on, I needed to lose weight. And it was hard right. for me to get that message from someone. Well, you just need to be comfortable in your body. I'm like, you're a size two. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> you are comfortable in your body. <laughs> I am not like, so it's just, I don't, you know what I mean? So I think it's, a, it's hard sometimes when the message is coming from someone that's been through it when you haven't, when you're not in that space yet, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree. So I want to make sure that we just let those people know, you know, yeah. here for you. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Leah, you actually said this on your podcast. I wrote it down, but um, so I don't want to steal your quote, but <laughs> he said <laughs> um, something to the fact of, you know, it really just comes down to like, do you know yourself? Like get to know who you are mm -hmm. um, because at, I mean, I'm 35 and I'm still learning about who I am. Right. And exactly. That's a, really big piece of the whole process. Mm -hmm. It's very true. Yeah. And don't let everybody else paint who you're supposed to be, you know, because that's really where I got 180 from. And I'm like, well, everybody else got to their goal. They did it in a year. You know, I don't understand. They did not do it in a year. And, you know, and they, even after they lost the weight, they still had other goals that they wanted to hit. They're, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's where they want to be. Um, and if they are, that's great. But I bet they still want to, you know, we're always want to work on something. Right. Or, and that's good. You should be that way. I feel like, you know, yeah. part of life is There's changing. always some goal. You know, I'm yeah. 50 and I mean, I have new goals all the time. Always. Yeah. They See? just evolve and change and look different. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that makes you a better person too, especially, you know, being older, just, I mean, like my, I have my mom, she's younger. Uh, you know, she had me at 18. So, you know, she's like 48, I think, or four, I don't even know, but she's not, she's like almost 50 and she'll say things like, Oh, I'm too old. You know, I'm like, mom, seriously, yeah. I follow women on Instagram. They're out here lifted 120 pounds or, you know, whatever's going on. Like, but even that older generation sometimes doesn't think like that because of the, you know, I know I'm not just <laughs> right. Exactly. And not Mandy. I don't know if anybody knows Mandy. Mandy's an older person, like an account, right? Cause it's, I feel, well, for me personally, I feel like there's her name's mix man's fitness on Instagram and she just recently lost a lot of weight. She's sitting looking real good. Um, you guys should really follow her. She is a hoot. She, and Mandy is so amazing. And she's always on there telling people older because she's older and saying, I don't want to hear no excuses. It doesn't matter how old you are, you know, and it doesn't. It's never too late for a change, you know. Mix man fitness, mix, mm -hmm. mix okay. man's with man's a Z. Like with a, fitness. With a Z. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll write that down. Anyone else that you recommend um, for whether it be like intuitive eating information or just uh, people that you enjoy following yeah. on Instagram? Um, uh, train with Lex. She's pretty amazing. She's lost a lot of weight. Um, and she's, you know, those accounts every day that you go to in the morning. I don't know about you guys, but I do. And I go to look at their story. She's one of those people, you know, she's up in the four or five o'clock hour every day. Uh, Jasmine losing it, Fit Lady Lede, uh, Tammy, her name is Booty Fit. So it's B O O T E E Fit. <laughs> Cute. I love that you can remember all these handles. Yeah, I am I'm the worst. 
I'm the worst at remembering people's handles. I'll remember people's names, like especially if it's someone I talk to regularly, but Mm -hmm. like I can't remember handles. So thank you for remembering all of those. Of course. And then my, um, my best friend, we've lost a lot. We've lost, she's lost 125 pounds. Her name is life with Lexi. Um, and she just started her business change ready fitness. She does a lot of, uh, online type classes. Her and Mandy both do. It's it's really such a great community. Um, but my name's Easy Litmus Leah. If anybody wants to inbox me, I will send you all these people. Okay. I will okay, send good. them I'm all gonna your way. I'm going to do that. I'm going to inbox you. Yeah. I'm such I'm a promoter. All down I'm, right always, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, follow this person. Like anytime somebody's having struggling with something, I'm like, oh, you should follow this lady. I'd be seeing her going through the same thing. Maybe awesome. it'll help. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of power in like knowing that you're not the only person struggling with something Um, and finding those people to connect with, especially on Instagram with like all of the, I mean, because obviously our little wellness community is very female dominated and it's so amazing to find so many awesome women who are slaying their goals. It's so fun to expand that circle, you know, to expand circle and find people that you normally, I don't know anything about Instagram's algorithm, but I just noticed that like lots of people are not showing up in my little feed thingy yeah, like do you know what I mean irritating. like it's like seven people I'm like what happened to all those other people that I'm following they're not showing yeah. up it's kind of weird so it's yeah. nice to expand and l- learn about new people I learn from a lot of people from Marlena but it's nice to have new people too yeah, yeah I think definitely. I think it's important to follow people who are doing things differently than you are too there's this yes. like weird like culture where it's like okay if you're calorie counting like you only follow people who count <laughs> calories if right. you're on ww you only, you only follow people who are people. on w- like no switch it up like follow people doing all different kinds, all kinds of things because like we all have the same end goal and that's just to be the best versions of ourselves right i agree well said yeah mm-hmm. very well said oh that's a good shirt i'm like <laughs> Like well, that. thank you so much for joining us, Leah. Yeah, this is really good. It was nice this to was meet super you. Super fun. Thanks yeah. for having me. You guys are so awesome. Oh, so much. And yeah, I will be DMing you. you with all that, wanting all that stuff. <laughs> I will write like... to my girl. <laughs> you can have a new best friend now in Felicia. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> me on Sunday. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'll be there. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.